everybody. It's the Element No Motherfucking Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Thanksgiving edition. How's everybody doing on your Thanksgiving day? Hopefully it's pretty good, right? Uh, it's uh, almost three o'clock here, so you've probably eaten uh, eating some turkey already. Uh, maybe you're watching the Lions game. Last time I checked, they were winning. Good for them. Hopefully they don't fucking blow it, as they're known to do. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm here at the homestead by myself. Uh, people have asked uh, what's going on for Thanksgiving. And uh, for me, it ain't shit. I ain't doing shiznit. Uh, Jamie is, uh, she has left. She's going to Lansing to see one of her kiddos. She's got three daughters. And I'm not sure if all three or not are meeting there in Thanksgiving. Uh, but they're meeting with the paternal side of the family. They're meeting with uh, her ex and I think the uh, ex's mother, the grandma, and they're all gathering and having themselves a buffet at some fancy restaurant. And I remember a long, long time ago doing something like that with some friends. We just went to this fancy hotel where they did kind of like this big buffet thing, you know, and shit like that's not cheap. It's like 40 bucks or something insane. But you just plop it down and everything's taken care of other than booze. But I don't think we were drinking at like 3 in the afternoon or whatever the fuck. So uh, so I'm here. Normally, uh, in the past, people asked about my traditions. Uh, many, many moons ago, I used to travel back to Buffalo with the, uh, the girl that I was seeing, Christy, at the time. God, this was... 15 years or so ago, I guess, we'd go home and we would run the turkey trot in Buffalo. It's the oldest turkey trot in America. And it's probably one of the craziest turkey trots in America because Buffalo is just goofy with their uh, races. Because uh, it isn't about the race. It's about getting as drunk as humanly possible after the race. So this turkey trot, most races are kind of like an out and back where you do like a circle or you're just going out and then you're coming back to where you started. The start and finish line are the same. Not not in Buffalo, not for the turkey trot. You start uh, at the downtown Y, the YMCA, and then it's pretty much uh, five miles because it's an 8K race. So it's like 4.97 miles. Uh, down, uh, what is it, Delaware Avenue? And it's just a straight shot, and then you do a little loop, and then you end up at the uh, convention center downtown. And uh, when you're there, you, you, you're done, you go inside, you, you take a elevate uh, escalator up to the second floor, and there's a band playing, and you can go get yourself some bagels and some water and some beer, and everything's fucking free. Uh, so it's just about getting slobber knockered uh, until everything is gone. And then I remember uh, there would just be like cases of water left over. And they would encourage people to take stuff. So I remember I would just grab like a case or two. Christy grab a case or two. My buddy Joe that I was with. 
we'd because we'd all get together it'd be like you know five six seven eight of us running this 8k and it was a good time a lot of fun it could be chilly as fuck because uh, buffalo can be very snowy and cold this time of year and uh just a lot of fun there'd always be a cast of characters there were these guys who would dress up like the hansen brothers from the that uh, classic 70s comedy movie uh slap shot about minor league hockey and there were the three brothers the hansen brothers who were just goons right uh this was before the days of wearing uh helmets so these guys didn't wear helmets and they wore kind of like nerd glasses that they would tape in the middle and uh they would always be doing dumb goofy things and one time paul newman was the star of the movie and paul newman was like the player coach and he saw these guys hansen brothers in the locker room and they're putting tinfoil on their hands and he's like what are you guys doing and they're like we're foiling up coach you want some foil because essentially these guys were just there to fight. So they would uh, use whatever kind of uh, weapon or leverage they could. So it was just a goofy movie. Uh, I would recommend seeing it. Fuck, it came out in like 75 or something like that. So it's pretty damn old. But uh, anyway, so guys would dress up as the Hanson brothers. And they would run this 8K. And uh, they would also be drinking beers uh, they'd have like these uh, little like belts that they carried around that could hold beers, like four or five beers. So these fuckers are running an 8K race, drinking four or five beers the whole time. And they're running at a good clip. I mean, they were, um, I would always have what these things were called. I would call them rabbits. These people were my rabbits. These were people who were in front of me that I would be like, okay, I need to beat this person. And I'm like, fuck, I, uh, the Hanson brothers were mine for the longest time because they often would beat me because these fuckers were f still fast, even though they were drinking and wearing hockey gear and all that shit. And they're just like goofing with the crowd. Uh, and it, the last couple times I raced, they uh, also had referees with them. These referees would be running with them and actually they would put them in the penalty box or whatever. And uh, always a good time. So you go home afterwards and then you'd sleep it off and then uh and then you'd eat and there you go so good old uh thanksgiving day stuff i'd also go home at saint patty's day they would do uh, a saint patrick's day race uh also an 8k i don't know what's up with buffalo running 8ks uh but it was the same thing when you were done you would just go uh it, it was an out and back so you didn't end up at the same place but you would go into this little uh fenced off area where they just had kegs of beer and you would get uh schlobber knockered it was the shamrock run in south buffalo and for people who don't know south buffalo there's there's uh no laws there uh this was before white claws came along there's still no fucking laws uh because i'm pretty sure i would see like like 10 year old kids drunk walking down the road uh before the race even started a lot of people would sign up to do this race and then not even do it they wouldn't run they would just get you'd get a really nice gift like most of these uh races you get like a t-shirt or something at uh the shamrock run you would get like a windbreaker uh or you get like a vest 
uh, something a lot nicer than the shirt. The only problem was with that race is that a good portion of the time, these sizes were fucked up. It was kind of like they, they purchased all of these things from a uh, odds and ends place of like, oh, we fucked up. Like, this sleeve is like three inches shorter than the other sleeve. Whatever. Sell it for a dollar. So uh, oftentimes these things were just kind of fucked up. But uh, that was always a good time, too, running that race. I, I've taken a couple buddies, uh, comedian buddies of mine. We would just go and we'd do the race and uh, a lot of fun hang out there. So those are some uh, Thanksgiving Day traditions. I've never been a big cook. Um, I like eating other people's uh, stuff. So, uh, I mean, that was always good. But am I going to sit at home and cook a turkey? No. Am I going to sit at home and bake a pie? No. Am I going to sit at home and make a casserole of some kind? Fuck no. Although I will tell everyone listening, uh, there seems to be some kind of weird thing about uh, green bean casserole. And it's either I'll love it or hate it. And I will let everyone uh, listening that I will tell you I love some green bean casserole. I don't understand people's disgust with it. It's great. Uh, it should be at every Thanksgiving Day uh, dinner. Uh, if you don't think that is correct, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what I don't understand is I've become an, as I've become an adult, I'm realizing that more and more people would have uh, mac and cheese at their uh, Thanksgiving Day spread. And I'm like, mac and cheese just doesn't seem to fit for me like i just i mean i have absolutely nothing wrong with mac and cheese i just know i personally would not um i would not uh bring it to an event like that i just wouldn't do it like for me a thanksgiving day spread is clearly it's the turkey it's the stuffing it's the mashed potatoes with the, the gravy uh the green bean casserole uh, maybe you have uh, some cranberry. I don't really ca I actually, I can't lie. If I'm going to have cranberry, I kind of prefer the canned shit more than kind of like the fresh cranberry. I, there's something about fresh cranberries that uh, I just can't do. I can't, you know, jello. Uh, I don't really like it when people put marshmallows in jello, but whatever, there you go. Uh, so you got all that stuff. When you start throwing in other things like mac and cheese, I mean, I'm going to eat it, but it's just kind of weird. Like potato salad. I like potato salad. I just wouldn't consider that a Thanksgiving Day uh, uh, spread item. And then there's usually like a salad and rolls and all that shit. So it's good. Basically for me, though, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, there you fucking go. That's it. And then you can throw in some green bean casserole as well. But uh, whatever. So eat up. I hope you guys uh, have done well with that. Um, if you're a vegetarian, you pretty much can eat everything else, right? Like, you just don't eat the turkey. I don't think anything else is made with uh, any kind of meat products or whatever. So, so yeah. So, there you go. Uh, another Thanksgiving tradition for me the last couple of years, clearly, uh, for the listeners of this podcast, so you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's the Christmas Day cards. Woo, woo, woo! Pretty sure this is year seven of Christmas cards. Year five of me making like uh, home homemade cards, where essentially the homemade cards though it's just me making a goofy picture, throwing a weird graphic on it, having Vista Print make up these postcards, and there you go. Because after a while, I was realizing um, 
I'm sending out real cards. You put in the envelopes and everything on, and you know the postage is like fifty cents or whatever. But then, like a postcard, it's like thirty cents. So I'm saving a lot on postage, and then I can just make my own goofy ones with my face and uh, information and whatever. So I've been doing that for uh, seven years now, and that's because uh, I just had some leftover cards the very first year. I had ten leftover cards. What the fuck am I gonna do? Just hold on to these. So I was like, hey, who needs a card? And then I sent them out. And then uh, more and more people like, hey, I would like a card. And there you go. So it just it bloomed into something else. It uh, was never anything I planned on happening, but I fucking, uh, I love it. It's uh, it's my big thing, everybody. I enjoy it a whole lot. Uh, they're not your stereotypical uh, Christmas cards. I'm, I'm not that guy. But uh, they're just funny. They're goofy pictures of me. And then I write dumb things on the back. Sometimes I swear. <laughs> I swear in the things. You probably haven't received too many Christmas cards or someone swore. But if you get, if you get one from me, that's what's going to happen. But uh, I'll tell you this year, uh, I've written about 50 so far this morning. I have 500 to send out. I wrote 50 today. I'm cranking them out. I'm doing pretty good. No swearing. Uh, very PG this year for me which is unusual. I'm not a PG guy. I'm a rated R dude. I prefer swearing and saying inappropriate shit. But it's been very PG. I'm going to change things up, though, at some point, uh, just because I get bored. After a while, I keep writing stuff, and I'm like, fuck, i got to write something else. So uh, I'll change it up. So if you want a card, though, uh, get me your address. Don't assume I have it. I don't have it. Every year I tell people, I'm like, I don't have your address. Even if I've been to your house... I don't have your address, so send me your address. I don't. I don't keep them anywhere. People are like keep, keep them in a book, write them down, put them in a file. I'm not fucking doing that because when I write 500 cards, a lot of people moved, as evidenced by already so far the 50 cards. I know at least four people have different addresses from when they did last year, so it doesn't do me any fucking good to just mail. And it's also telling me that you want it, like. There's got to be some work on your part as a recipient. Like, I'll send it to whoever. Like, I, if you're a person, and I can't imagine uh, if you hate my guts that you'd be listening to this, but if you're a person who hates my guts and I hate your fucking guts, I'll still send you a card. Just tell me your address. I don't think I've ever said no to anybody. I think I've only said no to people because I didn't have any more cards. I ran out of cards, like the special cards. If I run out of special cards, I'll just get a, I'll send you a store-bought one and write something goofy in it. But but there you go. And Because uh, I think everybody should get a Christmas card this time of year. It makes me sad to hear that someone doesn't get any Christmas cards. Everyone should get at least one. Fuck. And if I'm the one, well, there you go. So if you want one, uh, send it to me at the Elemental Podcast fan page. Uh, or my regular uh, page on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, all that bullshit. Facebook, though, I can't lie, everybody. Facebook has been shit. Everybody, uh, if you're listening, you know I've been banned from Facebook now again for 30 days. I can't get back on my regular profile until the 18th of December, a week before Christmas. Fuck you, Facebook! Um, so that's going to really put a crimp in my uh, Christmas card uh, mailing. Because that's where the majority of my, like, hey, you want a Christmas card? The majority came from my regular profile. So, uh, I don't, you know, Facebook's fucking me over. 
So go to my fan page, a uh, regular one on Facebook or the Twitter or the Elemental Podcast, Instagram, all that fucking bullshit. Goddamn social media's shit. Fuck. Fuck. I hate it all. <laughs> so I'm sitting at home yesterday. Uh, I didn't work yesterday because uh, dipping dots, slowing down for the holidays. Uh, schools are closed. They don't want any product before other holidays. It makes sense. Uh, this is an off time of year for most places, so they're not ordering a whole lot. So no work. So I sat at home yesterday. Oh, and also, I don't know if you guys knew or not, there was an explosion uh at the Dippin' Dots factory, of all places, right? The Dippin' Dots factory had a huge explosion, I think it was on Monday. And uh, four people, they had to get sent to the, the hospital. So for those who are unaware, Dippin' Dots is ice cream, and that's what I sell. That's the day job. Uh, when I'm not being a failed comedian, I sell Dippin' Dots ice cream. And uh, it's, it's uh, flash frozen ice cream. So it's ice cream that they freeze super quickly with a very, very cold stuff. And it turns into little balls of ice cream and, and everybody seems to love it. And uh, so I'm assuming that's something went wrong with the, the nitrogen that they were using and hence the explosion. But because of this explosion, uh, production's behind too. So we were supposed to get a shipment yesterday, but everything's been delayed because of this explosion, so we're not getting any till next week, so whatever. So I'm sitting at home. Thoughts and prayers to uh, Dippin' Dots, TNP to Dippin' Dots. So I'm sitting at home yesterday. I'm killing time like, fuck. I should be productive, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch The Irishman. And The Irishman is the new mobster movie from Martin Scorsese. And for those who don't know, I fucking hate mobster movies. They're awful. The Godfather was awful. Uh, Goodfellas was awful. All these fucking dumb movies like that, they're, they're awful. They're not good. They're very predictable. Um, they're dumb. Uh, they're violent, usually for no fucking reason. Uh, they're shit. They're shit movies. Uh, all about stupid fucking Italians. Fuck them and fuck their mother. But Martin Scorsese is this huge piece of shit. And by huge, I mean he's a midget. He's like four foot nothing. He's a midget and he's a fucking old piece of shit. And uh, he took a crack at Marvel movies saying that Marvel movies are not cinema. They're just action and CGI and there's no acting involved. Plots are unnecessary. And I'm like, well, fuck this guy. I, I enjoy Marvel movies way more than I've ever enjoyed any mobster movie. Name a mobster movie and I'll tell you it's shit. Right? Name one right now. You're saying it and I'm telling you it's shit. Uh, and I honestly will tell you, I've watched, I think, pretty much all of the Marvel movies. I'm pretty sure I have. And I've enjoyed, like, almost all of them except a couple of the fucking X-Men movies. Those were garbage and uh, the, a couple of the Hulk movies, those were fucking garbage too. But the uh, majority of the Marvel movies were great. And I guess technically the X-Men movies are Sony, but you, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. This guy knows what I'm talking about. But uh, everybody's creaming their jeans about the Irishman. And I'm like, all right, all right, I I'll watch it. I want Martin Scorsese to prove me wrong. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a chance. And right off the bat, I fucking hate this movie. 
because I go to look at how long it is. And this movie is three and a half fucking hours. Now, what fucking moron in their right mind decided they needed to make a movie three and a half hours long? Clearly, this movie was never meant to be shown in a theater. There's no way that people are just going to sit there for three and a half hours. Everybody's going to have to get up and leave to go use the bathroom, probably get something to eat, maybe take a fucking nap. And you're probably napping during the movie because everybody will choose it. It was the opposite of good. But picture something in your mind that was good, and then whatever is the opposite of that, that's the Irishman. Because it's the same fucking hack actors. He uses the same piece of shit dudes in every fucking movie. Uh, it's De Niro. It's Pesci. It's Pacino. It's all of these guys. They can only do these dumb mobster movies. They're stereotyped to play these fucking losers. And this movie, I guess, I don't know if it was based on a book, but it's supposed to be based on a true story of this guy who killed Hoffa. Spoiler alert! And it was just bad. I, Pacino played Hoffa, and I just kept waiting for him to go, Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! From the scent of the woman or whatever. It was so bad. Just, it was awful. Go watch it. I want you to watch it. Go watch it. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you honestly can. I posted about it on uh, my fan page, and everyone who had seen it was like, yeah, it was just, it was fine. At best, it was fine. Nobody's like, oh my god, it was the fucking greatest of all time! Because it wasn't. It sucked. It was a rehash of every mobster movie you've ever seen. There was no reason to put this out. No one cares about these fucks from the 70s. I'm glad they're all dying. They're all fucking losers. None of these guys are likable in any kind of capacity. None of them are kind of like the anti-hero. None of them had any kind of redeeming qualities about them. Fuck them! Fuck them! Uh, Only one person disagreed with me who had seen the movie, uh, and that's my nemesis, John Serba. Uh, John is the guy that I love to interview on the podcast around uh, Oscar time and then when the new summer hit movies come out, because he and I will disagree on, like, everything. Fuck, it's so funny. I love John a whole lot, but goddamn, his his choice of movies sucks. (laughs) He, uh... He's much more qualified to talk about him. He actually he wrote uh, movie reviews for the Grand Rapids Press and then M Live, and now he uh, does stuff on his own. So uh, go go search John Serba. He'll tell you the movie was great. He's a fucking moron for that. But uh, go search out John. I love I love that guy. He's a, he's a good dude. His taste in movies sucks though. So that's what I did yesterday, and then today was writing uh, Christmas cards. I've written about 50, as I said, so there you go. So good good times, good times. Hope you guys are having a good time. Good time with your uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving's weird because it is a huge travel day. Everybody goes home for Thanksgiving. It's Do you go home for Thanksgiving, or do you go home for Christmas? That was the thing. When I was with Christy, uh, we would go to my parents for Thanksgiving, and then we would go to her parents for Christmas. And I think that stemmed because uh, we did the race, the running. That was when I was healthy and not depressed. And so we would do the, uh, we would go running, and then uh, we'd go to her parents for Christmas because they lived here in town too. So this made it easier. 
But a lot of people do traveling, and uh, when I was searching for stuff to talk about, I saw this interesting thing about this guy. Uh, they're like, do you recognize this dude? And I'm looking at this dude, and I have no fucking clue who he is. Uh, there's a picture of him. He kind of looks like Ferris Bueller with those Ray-Ban sunglasses on. I have no idea who he is. He's wearing a, a, he's, he's holding a sign that says, where's Gilbert? And uh, this guy's name is uh, Gilbert Ott. And I don't know if you recognize the name. I didn't recognize the name either. I don't know anything about this fella. But apparently a couple of years ago, he's this blogger. And he did this thing about uh, saving points for people. You know, your airline points, whatever, and your hotel points. And then what he did is if uh, you saw him and you recognized him, what he would do is he would uh, switch seats with you. He's traveling first class. And then... Uh, he would go sit in economy and, he, and you'd be switched up. So it's this huge thing a couple of years ago that he did. And so now he's, uh, he's gotten together. Who the fuck did he got together with capital one, that credit card company with the uh, Jennifer Gardner, who I'll tell you, I don't like her either. I, I, she's a very attractive woman. And I heard she's a very nice woman. Her acting sucks balls, but the movie peppermint was the greatest action movie of all time. I will watch peppermint. 10 times again before I ever watch The Irishman again. So uh, go check out Peppermint. Tell me it's a bad movie. I'll tell you you're wrong. Peppermint was the greatest movie of all time. But he's hooked up with them again. So I don't know if you guys travel or not. But if you do, uh, Google search this guy, uh, Gilbert Ott. And uh, if you recognize him, he'll hook you up with uh, better flights, uh, better hotel stays, they even got prizes at Michelin-starred uh, restaurants. So I think that's what you guys want to do. Do that. They Also, for whatever reason, they mentioned uh, staying at the New York Plaza Hotel. That's where Kevin McAllister from the Home Alone movie stayed in, in the second one. And they mentioned his name in this article. And they misspelled his last name, motherfucker. And I know they misspelled it because McAllister is spelled the same way that I spell McAllister. There's many numerous ways to spell McAllister. But the correct way is with two C's. M-C capital C, A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R. That is the correct way. And that is how Kevin McAllister also spelled it. So when I see that it's spelled wrong, it enrages me. So, uh, but anyway, go look for Gilbert Ott. If you're a big traveler, you never know, right? Maybe you'll, maybe you'll get bumped up. That'd be sweet. I've never bumped up. I always, uh, it's, it's those things where, um, if I am flying, it's been forever since I've flown anywhere, but if I'm flying to someplace, like, it's like, I got to fucking get there, right? Like I got to get to wherever my destination is. I can't fuck around, but it's when I'm flying back home that I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't need to worry about this shit you know i can wait a couple hours or i can wait a day or whatever but uh, and I, it must be because no one wants to go to grand rapids michigan because that opportunity has never presented itself always presents itself when i'm flying like uh, wherever else to vegas or wherever but uh flying to grand rapids michigan yeah we got extra seats you don't even have to stow your luggage away put it on the seat next to you no one's gonna be sitting there so whatever. If you've ever had that opportunity, t tell me. I want to know what happens when you get bumped. Like, do they just give you uh, cash or extra tickets? 
or what what do they give you let me know or if you've got fucked because of weather and then like you can't fly anywhere do they put you up like how does that work or do you just fucking you got to sit in the in the airport forever oh god damn i'm getting older we're all getting older there's nothing we can do death taxes getting fat there's nothing we can do about it and uh, i came across this article at verywellfit.com and it talked about how as you get older you either uh you you become like an apple or a pear and you're the shape of your body what you look like and i guess the pear is your fat in the ass and the apple is you're just fat all over i guess i don't know right you're round but basically you're saying that your body turns to fat right it's a your body weight fluctuates according to the number of calories you consume relative to how many you burn so it's a harder and harder burn off that shit the older you get in women, the problem is there's a drop in estrogen level, right? It comes with menopause. And so there's a shift of fat storage as a result from the lower portion of the body toward the midsection. So I guess the midsection is, well, that's what they're calling the apple. If you're getting fat in the gut. Fat in the gut. Most guys get fat in the gut. Like, I'm feeling it now. I'm getting fat in the gut. Like, I'm not fat. Like, I know I'm not fat, everybody, but I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm getting a little too loosey goosey, so I need to just I need to go back to the gym again. I've been really I've been I've been been in the gym forever. I'm a fucking loser. Used to be a big time uh, runner and triathlete and all that shit. Now nothing. <laughs> well, whatever it happens. Uh so what you need to do is uh, you need to try to up your muscle mass. Because as you get older, loss of muscle tissue and strength results from decreased activity. Yes, I'm aware of that. I haven't done anything forever. Uh, you lose 1% of muscle mass each year. Fucking Christ. Muscle burns more calories than fat, so having a smaller portion of muscle on your body has implications for your overall weight and health. Well, thanks. A lot of these articles always like they tell you shit you already fucking know. They're just clarifying it. And then we get shorter as we get older, too. That's no fucking good. Christ. Your bone mass makes up 20% of your total body weight due to changes in bone mass as well as in muscles and joints. A height weight loss of about 0.4 inches every 10 years is typical. Okay, so half an inch over 10 years. Huh. After age 70, the loss accelerates. All told, an, an adult can lose between one to three inches in height over their lifetime. Christ. Meanwhile, your ears and your nose continue to get bigger. That's where all the, the height, the loss goes. It goes in your ears and your nose. Your ears grow forever and your nose grows forever. Christ on a cracker. Uh, speaking of uh, Thanksgiving, I know I talked about that earlier. I want to talk to you about it again because there was a thing here. Uh, talk about the holidays. Because the holidays when you're a kid, what usually happens? Well, first of all, you're sitting at the kid card table. Uh, you're sitting with your cousins who you maybe see twice a year tops. You don't know any of them. Uh, and no one really ever ages out, right? Like you're always, these are the people that you're going to sit with fucking forever until someone decides they're never coming back. 
Does anyone ever really get promoted to the adult table? I don't know if I ever actually was. Maybe at some point I was. It's just weird. You just end up sitting at this fucking rickety card table forever with three other fucking kids. And the age range is anywhere from like 5 to 16 or something like that. You know, got a lot of things in common, the 5-year-old and the 16-year-old. Uh, but what they're saying is uh, what you shouldn't do is you shouldn't force kids, your kids, to hug other adults. Don't force them. No one owes anyone else a hug, right? And you just hear more and more about, like, the creepy uncle or whatever. I'm sure there's, like, gross ants out there, too. But you don't want to force your kid to hug someone that they don't want to. And I get it. I don't know if my parents ever did that. I just remember having to hug some like old relatives that you're like, ah, gross. Am I going to catch this oldness? Is oldness an illness? Am I going to catch it? And you're like, gross. And it, it never bothered me. You know what bothered me the most when you were a kid? I didn't mind the hugging. What it was, I always hated when people asked me how old I was. How old are you? And I remember one time uh, with my parents, we're going to visit my aunt, my dad's younger sister. Uh, she lived in the D.C. area, and she had a, a new boyfriend with her. And we knew he was going to be there. And uh, and I said to my parents, I said, if he asked me how old I am, can I ask him how old he is? And they were like, yeah. So sure as fuck, he did. And then I can't remember if I asked him how old he was. I think I chickened out, everybody. But that's where I was. I fucking hate that shit. I, you know, they always treat you as an adult. Or, I mean, not as... They treat you as not as an adult. As a kid. I could have been 16 and he would have been like, Hey, how old are you? Uh, f- three. I'm three. I'm the world's largest three-year-old. And I like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> So don't force your kids to hug anybody they don't want to hug. If they want to hug somebody, great. If they don't want to hug somebody, great. It's fine. Handshake. Or do the bro hug. Or do like the side hug. I want to know who created the side hug. I think the side hug was created because you didn't want to touch someone gross. So you just put your arm around their shoulders and kind of hug them shoulder to shoulder. I'm sure that's where that came from, so... But uh, this is going to be a short one, everybody, because the uh, Buffalo Bills are going to be playing the uh, Dallas Cowboys in a hot minute. And I get to watch that fucking game. So I'm going to end it here, though, on this. Uh, probably the greatest uh, Thanksgiving Day song ever. Although, I mean, how many Thanksgiving songs are there legitimately? Like three tops? I don't, you know, I'm not even sure I can name you the other two, but I'm, I'm sure there probably are. But uh, I'm going to play this. And I think that's what we're going to do for polls, everybody. Christmas songs. What's the greatest Christmas song? Someone suggested it, and I had been thinking about it in my brain. Scott McKay, he suggested it, and I hadn't been thinking about it. So that's what we're going to do in December. Christmas songs. So we'll talk about them more on Monday, and then we'll start taking your suggestions. If you want to send me suggestions, now you can. If we get enough then maybe we'll just do the poll on Monday. But uh, Christmas songs for December. But here, everybody, this is the greatest uh, 
Christmas song, or Christmas song, Thanksgiving song of all time. You probably know what I'm talking about. You should know what I'm talking about because it's the only one that matters. I saw this guy not too long ago. The Sandman himself. Not fucking Dave Matthews Band, but the Sandman himself, Adam Sandler. Here we go. Now, I'm going to pause it there on Jimmy Walker. For those who don't know who Jimmy Walker is, he was a big-time television star in the 70s. He was on this uh, show, uh, fuck, why am I blanking on it? Good Times? Was it Good Times? I don't know. I can't remember. But he was on the show, and he had a catchphrase, because everybody back then had a catchphrase, and his catchphrase was to go, a Dinobite! Dinobite! And uh, he was a stand-up comedian as well. And I got to work with Jimmy uh, a couple of years ago. I uh, it was at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls, which it was. A, it's a nice club. I enjoyed it. It was great. Pete, the owner, was great. Uh, he's a fucking weirdo, but it was great. The condo, everybody cracks jokes about it because it's not great, but it's it is what it is. So I did a split week with Jimmy. I I headlined uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And then I feature for him Friday and Saturday. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had never met Jimmy before. I was excited to work with him. I actually had purchased his book to read, and I and I brought it for him to sign because I'm that kind of nerd. And uh, Jimmy comes in on Friday, and uh, the first thing he says to me, he's like, if you're not clean, I'll have you fired. Not hello, not hi, not hey, how's it going? It's going to be a great week. It was, uh, if you're not clean, I'll have you fired. 
And I'm like, ah, fuck. And then he, uh, I was like, all right, you know, and I, I knew the story. I knew what was going on. I only had to do 20, you know, minutes up in front of him or whatever. I'm like, yeah, fuck. I, I cannot say fuck and lay off some stuff. You know, I'm going to do my act, man. And uh, he proceeded to be one of the hackiest comics I've ever had to work with. His whole act revolved around the 70s again. He must be friends with Martin Scorsese. Those fuckers are, are stuck in a time loop. Of this is when I was big and this is when things were good. Fuck off and fuck your mom. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Walker, he sucks balls. He also dated Ann Coulter. Fuck him. For those who don't know and that are too young, VD uh, stands for venereal disease. Everybody calls it STD now, but it's a VD, not Valentine's Day, venereal disease. Thanksgiving to all of you too. Hope it was good. Uh, hopefully the Lions won. I don't know what the score was. Hopefully the Bills win too. Have a uh, have a good weekend. We'll do the Patreon on Saturday. I'll be back. Oh, because I got big news. Big news on Saturday. So I'll let you know Saturday. Uh, get that Patreon. Five bucks a month, right? You get extra content and then uh, just consider it payment for the freebie. I don't have any fucking sponsors. Because <laughs> I swear too much. I like to swear all day because I am a munch. Whatever. Uh, you guys are the greatest of all time. Like the fan page on Facebook. Fuck Facebook, though. Uh, Twitter as well. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Bye.